diversifying podcast platforms presents a new sound has hit the podcast platforms it's an insight to the sound of the random thoughts of motherhood true because it's unscripted and honest family because that's what we talk about vibes because we choose to get the positive vibes out of the challenges that life throws at us today's random topic is this is the penultimate episode of season one um i hope that's the right word because i am dyslexic so i do mix my words up um hoping that's the right word basically the 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 one before the last one of season one um and um yeah i'm just gonna take a bit of time out to just have a have a think um that's the best way of putting just have a think for season two because i'm gonna take it on a different you know on a different journey because i've got through the first year so i mean i'm definitely gonna be sleeping in it <laughs> i'm not gonna be waffling on it at night um trying to put a baby to bed so definitely we, we need some new topics and new direction um for the penultimate one i um was just thinking about how isn't it weird that kids have this stage in life and it goes on for some kids it, it drags where they just talk about toilets toilet humor toilets farts poo um you know bums bum cracks bum holes I won't carry on because it's just going to get rude. All the things that they call every part of the going to the toilet part of your body. Is it normal? Um, I remember doing some psychology when I was in uni and them talking about like abnormal psychology and psychology and all these different phases that if you go through them when you're young, it's really healthy because then you don't end up like with some random fetish as an adult like you you moved on so (laughs) I have to remember that sometimes because I'm like guys why are we here just like laughing about this you know so 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 the kids think it's because the 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 little one the baby you know of course is when he farts when he poos and everything is very a lot of expression goes on in the face you know, and then it's just like a stink bomb and they think that's hilarious. And now they think it's funny to fart on him. Um, when Before we had a baby, they used to find it funny to fart on fruit. And then they would tell you when you ate the fruit. <laughs> and I'd be trying not to laugh because there's some things that your kids do where you're like, why have you ended up with my personality and I've never shown you this side of me? Like, I have locked this side off. This side, I have never shown you. And then you're going to do that to me. And then you've got to tell them off, give them a punishment, try not to laugh, all of that. Um, But yeah, no, it's starting to get annoying though, because, (laughs) you know, when they're at school, when you're at school and you've got toilet humour, you guys just do your toilet humour. Do you know what I mean? You you do it at school. By the time you've come home, you don't even have the energy. They don't have the energy to be chatting that much. Maybe it's more of a weekend thing. Let's talk about farts. Let's talk. Let's pretend we farted. Let's fart on you when I sit on your lap. You know, all of that sort of nonsense. And then when it's summer holidays, 
oh my life, you can't get away from this. It's all bums, poos and all of that all the time. Um, And then they know all these jokes that they've learned from other kids at school. And again, you have to think to yourself, should I laugh or should I should I tell them off? Should I smile? What What's appropriate? Because in my head, I'm thinking, is it healthy? Is it good for them to go through this phase now? So they end up with some random weird nonsense chat when they're older. You know how some adults just talk nonsense? Like their their jokes are just like, what, why, are you, why are you still joking about that? Like, <laughs> so you kind of think, go, if you're going to go for it, go for it young and then move on. You know, anyway, so I decided the other day, oh, I'm done with this. I think I was just tired as well. Just like, stop it. If anyone says anything about farts or toilets or poos or anything like that, no dessert. Because that's the biggest punishment you can give a kid in my family. I've heard other parents, they say to their kids, don't do that or you're having no fruit. <laughs> that would not work. They'll be like, oh, Okay. <laughs> No fruit. Hmm. They might. One of them might be annoyed about avocados because they live for the avocados. Um, but like, no fruit. Is that really a punishment for some? For some, it is. Um, so yeah, I was like, no dessert. If anyone says anything, I was like, you need to find. You need to find other jokes. You need. Aren't there other things that are funny? And they're like, mummy, mummy, you tell us a joke. You tell us a joke. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you a joke. So I was like. Um, why, uh, why was the sand wet? Uh, and they're like, I don't know, why is the sand wet? And I was like, because the sea, weed. (laughs) And then we're all laughing. And then I'm like, oh no, it's another toilet joke. What? What? I can't even do it myself. I literally was scratching my brain to think of a joke. You know, when you think, actually, I've got no jokes and the jokes I've got, they're like little kid jokes. And again, they I mean, knock knock jokes only take you so far in life. You know what I mean? I've literally think the joke part of my life has stopped. Um, I haven't got jokes. I've only got jokes that are very... uh, rubbish but I mean they're fine for kids kids like them um but what I think would be kind of useful maybe is just a little book that you could just have in have in the car or just a little mini book you could just have in your pocket where you need to just do a joke you know as a parent but it could be like age related like you've got you've got a joke for a four-year-old you've got a joke for an eight-year-old you've got a joke for a two-year-old um because it's good to have a laugh, isn't it? It's good to make your kids laugh. I mean, they think they think that joke was hilarious. Um, wasn't, but they thought it was. And I thought, oh, um, maybe next time I get a Christmas character, I might save some of those jokes. Because, again, it's like, you know, I'll say a joke. It'll be like, you know, why was, why was... The, the ice wet or something why was the ice yellow you know because the snowman weed again I'm like do I have any jokes myself that aren't toilet jokes I don't even know I don't even know 
Um, but no, it's just good to have a laugh, isn't it? It's good to have fun with the kids. It's good. All those things that are like, uh, you know, like extra work on top of work, like play board games. Um, so important for like bonding. Monopoly. Monopoly is quite fun when you do it with kids because, um, you know, they cannot, they want to do it, but they can't cope with it. And then the adults that you play end up turning into, I wouldn't even say adults, I'll say a bit slash monsters, depending on how competitive they are. They're like, I don't care that you're a kid, like, you better pay me Ryan. Um But yeah, all those sort of things, they're so important, you know. We have booked in, I've said to the kids, like, oh, what do you want to do over the summer holidays? Just say random things. One is like, I want to do something just just me and you. I think that's important. So I don't know how I'm going to try and like separate them and then, you know, do things one-to-one because I think that's something that is really hard to do the more kids that you have. And actually, when you think about when you had one and you did things one-to-one, it's really nice. It's like bonding. Like when I have one kid and I do stuff, I'm like... This is really nice. Um, But yeah, no, so I'm going to try and do that. And then also um, the other request was play, um, what's that game called? What's the time, Mr. Wolf? I was like, definitely. I can do those things. I can play what's the time, Mr. Wolf. Um, Isn't it random what kids say? Like out of all the things that they could do. It's that, which is basically just saying, I want time with you. You know, those love languages um, that they often link to relationships. There's like love, words of affection or something, affirmation, actions, kindness, uh, touch. I think I've said most of them. Um, don't always apply these things to kids. And I think, um, you know, those sort of things develop quite young, you know, like one kid, you know, if you just sit there, read a book, they're going to love that. Another kid, just in terms of the time, another kid, you know, doesn't really wants to, wants to read by themselves, say, but loves a hug. Another kid, you go to hug them, they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's all those sort of things. I think it's nice to... um notice those things now because sometimes we try and do what we like and our kids just want to do something else you know what I mean like if our kids into a puzzle we're more into a video game we'll be like trying to persuade them to play a video game they just want to play a puzzle to me I wouldn't really play what's your time Mr Wolf you know if I had a choice I'll probably do a bit of art but not my choice I need to kind of go with them um so yeah that's that's my suggestion. It's like find your your child's love language. Is it time? Is it they like a hug? Um, is it, you know, that encouragement really building them up? Is it um, actions? You know, what is it? Um, because I've obviously as babies, most of the time it's touch. Um, but as your child grows... You know, I think we have to um, just always consider that they are a person. I know that's such a like obvious thing to say, but literally, um, you know, they're like, you know, they get the different characteristics from their mum and dad and you can't 
you can't pick and choose what you get. Like some of the things a kid does, you're like, it's hard to tell them off because you would do the same, but then you need to tell them off because you're the parent. Um, especially if they lie about something that you're like, yeah, if I had done that, I'd have lied about it. But anyway, let me tell you off. Do you know what I mean? Um, you can't pick and choose what you get out of your kid. And then plus they've got their own, their own personality. They've got their own personality. You might be like trying to get them to do something. It's not really their vibe. You know what I mean? That's why even I think now, like buying clothes for my kids and toys, I try and do it all with them because I'll buy them thing. I think I'll buy them something. I think is the best thing. They don't even wear, either. They don't wear it or they don't play it. And I think, what was the point? Um, but now I started doing more things with them, although they're young, they then, you know, wear them more, play with them more, take that ownership. Um, things that I think, oh, you do that when they're older, like when they're a teenager, I just think kids are getting younger and younger and younger in terms of the things that we do with them. Do you know what I mean? Like my baby will be sending an email by the time they're two, watch, my baby will be like doing voice notes, you know what I mean? Google Gaga, know how to know how know how to do it. Um because the younger they get, it's like the more advanced they get. Um I don't even know what kids are gonna be doing in the future. All my life. I'm gonna be flying or something. Um But yeah, learn your kids love language, man. Learn your kids' lump language. Like, I guess the summer holidays is a good time to just be like, yeah, what do you like doing? Let's do something that you like doing um, out of all the things that you could do. If this is something nonsense, like let's go to Disney Disneyland, you can be like, oh, let's watch it on YouTube. You know what I mean? Instead of going, no, we're not doing that. That's too expensive. Um, you know, I remember in lockdown, one of the really fun things we did I don't know why my kids got obsessed with going to the beach we live nowhere near the beach but that's the thing they wanted to do one of the things we did in lockdown so we just put um massive yellow cloth on the floor a massive blue cloth on the wall on the floor got some sand toys out put youtube on with like music when a picture of um the waves and we just pretended we were in the beach and we got ice cream and we did it for like nearly the whole day. And then we were like, oh, let's, shall we read on the beach? Oh, oh, did you know this on this beach? Like, um, you can watch this movie. We watched a movie on the, and we just made it a beach theme. So I think it's that thing. It's that thing of like, they come up with an idea and Ivy can't be bothered to do it or you don't have the resources to do it. You don't dismiss the idea, you just sort of um, navigate it, negotiate it, so they still are kind of getting the experience, but without all the effort that you would have to do to, like, take them to Disneyland, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, enjoy the summer holidays, enjoy, um, enjoy not waking up and doing the school run, Um yeah, the school school runs. I think you know, like, um, I think it's like uh, America. I don't know why. My view of America is that everyone gets on this yellow school bus and you just wave, and your kid is just taken to school. I don't know if it's really like that, but that's what the movies say. 
Um, I think that's quite cool. I feel like every school should do that. That'll be really, really good idea. But anyway, yeah, let's enjoy the summer holidays. Let's hope for sun. Let's hope for sunshine and um, just making memories because life is actually too short. Like I know on my podcast, I go, life's too short, man. But like, you know, when you know people that are past, I feel like there's been a lot of funerals, loads of funerals the last few years. Um, You know, unfortunately, so many people didn't get to say goodbye to their loved ones. They didn't get to be there in their last moments. You know, I mean, how weird was it? you know, attending funerals online, um, just saying goodbye. And because of this virus, you couldn't say goodbye properly. And then just, I just feel like there's just been, you know, from like literally even before the pandemic sort of leading up to it and then all throughout the pandemic, it's just been so much loss. And it just really makes me feel that I need to enjoy and make life and make memories and 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 not just um you know strive and try and always want better and always try and do everything to make the day better and but just enjoy the journey. Do you know what I mean? Enjoy enjoy it. Um there's always going to be things to do. Do you know what I mean? Like now I was playing the games with my kids. I thought, you know what? They want to play this board game. Let me play it. My kid was looked at me as like, mommy, have you got nothing else to do? Um, because <laughs> like you're playing this, like in her head, she's like, cause you're like here playing a game. I said to her, I have lots of things to do, but I'm choosing to not do those things so that we can play this game. They're just like, okay. I thought in my head, I thought you are so rude. But anyway, I kept, I kept it shut. Um, but I am having another issue. Um, is that now my kid thinks she can read people's minds, so she'll say things like, "Oh, my sister said that um, she doesn't want to help me. She never wants to help me. She wants me to do it all by myself, and um, she doesn't want to talk about it again." So I say to the sister, did you say that? And she said, no. And then the other kid goes, yeah, but you fought it, didn't you? I looked at your eyes and you were thinking that. And then <laughs> and then she's like, oh, yeah. So, I mean, how do you tell off somebody because their thoughts have come through their eyes and then the other person knows what, like, come on, man, there's just levels in telling kids off. So I was like... I don't even know really what to say about this, but now this is the the thing I'm dealing with. I'm dealing with a mind reader who gets annoyed about what people are thinking. Um, You know, but then she's being very vocal about it. Um, I mean, even that other day, just somebody didn't hold the door, you know, and I was pushing the pram and I've got the other two kids and and they didn't, they, they saw that I was coming, they sort of looked and then they thought, do you know what? I don't have time to just wait, wait for these people. And I <coughs> just saw them and thought, I'm not rushing just so you can hurry up, like, you know, get on your way. So I took, I just stayed at my same pace. So then they just sh- shut the door. It wasn't even in a rude way. It was just in a like, okay, you can just hold your own door. And then when, and then my kid just like, that was rude. That was so rude, but then just said it so loud. And I was like, can you be quiet? Like, Why did they do that? 
Why did they do that? That's what she's saying. And I'm like, (laughs) again, can't tell you off. Cannot. There was a time, you know, that even when I was on the underground, because, and the thing is, I get vexed at people when I'm on London underground, vexed, especially people, um, you know how people just looking on their phones, they don't want to help. Like if you, if you, if you need a seat or, um, you know how people just don't really want to help in life in London, in the underground. Um, I think there should be a fine for that. I actually think there should be like a undercover, uh, I don't know what you call it, mystery shopper who identifies people who don't give people seats, who need seats and finds them splash on the spot, just says you're rude. And you just get a ticket, you're rude, and pay this penalty fare. Because that is more, our society cares more about beeping an oyster card than rudeness. Rudeness should be fine. Find, find, it's so damn annoying. But um, anyway, there was a time where I was like coming down the, the stairs and I had a, uh, I had a, was I pregnant? I was pregnant and I had a baby in a, pram so I was having to sort of you know when you're sort of like knocking it down each step like trying to waddle and all that this lady comes she's like oh can I help you and then I was like okay and then she lifts it up then the train comes and she just like oh sorry just put it back down halfway down the stairs ran for the train luckily the driver saw he waited so then I made sure I went and sat next to her what opposite her and looked at her until she left. Um, I was just like, I was just, you know, when you're just looking at someone thinking, why are you being so damn rude? Um, and then even I had recently where I was had the sling on um, and this uh, man was basically telling his girlfriend not to get up. When she went to get up, he went to push her down like, no, don't get up for her. <laughs> like we're here having a conversation let her stand up. She's the one that decided to have a kid and bring it on the train. <laughs> People are so damn rude. So I do say a lot with my eyes. So I just decided then I'd stare him out. I think it was about 15 minutes. It was long. I didn't mind. I was just staring him out. Um, Cause then she got up. So then I was like left next to this guy and my other kid was like, I was like, sit on my knee, you know, and plus I've got a sling on, you know, you know, when you're just trying to like work out how you're doing this thing and then someone's just being rude. I was like, you didn't even need to be rude. If she just got up, you could have just been like, oh yeah, let me get up too. Or let let me let her get up. I thought to myself, this relationship's not going to last. I actually looked at her like, you're worth more than him, love. So anyway, all of this was going on through my eyes and in my mind. And what I'm forgetting is my kids are noticing this. Do you know what I mean? My kids are noticing what I'm doing. Then when they're doing it, who am I to tell them all? Who am I? You know what I mean? I do this myself. If I think someone's rude, I cannot just... I'm just like, what? What? I'm going to say more with my eyes than my own mouth, you know? That's me. So, yeah, you can't, you know what I mean? Now my kid can read my mind because she's learned to read my eyes and now she's applying that to other people and will just look at them, see what vibes their eyes are giving and then get angry because they thought something that she didn't want them to think. (laughs) So I'm just like, what? 
what the heck? I'm not even ready for some parenting things, you know. And they're young. I ain't even got teenagers. I don't even know if I'll be podcasting at that state. I don't know what state of mind I'll be in by then. Anyway, um, penultimate episode. Um, tune in for the last episode. And yeah, um, just, just, just enjoy life, you know what I mean? And if somebody's rude, look at them. Look at them. You don't even have to say it. Your eyes say it all. Your eyes say it all. You know what I mean? You can literally see someone's soul when you look at their eyes. The eyes are the window to the heart, to the mind. If some, if you're with somebody and their eyes look dodgy, even if they're a good person, guaranteed life will show you that they're dodgy. Um, you know what I mean? Because the eyes, the eyes cannot, cannot lie. They cannot thanks for listening to my random thoughts now go get a cup of tea and listen to your own random thoughts and have a good life and have fun in life life's too short man thanks for listening to the show i'm learning lots of new skills while making this podcast so bear with me too i'll try and upload new episodes each thursday this podcast has become my hobby it's my side hustle it's my passion to promote positive maternal health Support the show by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash true family vibes.